Hello and salam. Welcome to Muslim Viewpoint, a new podcast series powered by American Muslim Today. We're a groundbreaking non-profit digital newspaper which champions civic engagement. AMT informs and empowers the diverse voices of almost 30 million Muslims here in the US and other Western countries. I'm Rifat Malik. I'm AMT's editor-in-chief. And this month, we're putting a spotlight on those individuals who are running for local office in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex and who hope, present, and who hope to represent minority community concerns. Today, we have an interview with Simon Salinas, who's one of the youngest running candidates for Plano ISD School Board. Salinas is hoping his experience as a student will help him connect with the needs of young people to ensure their academic excellence. He spoke to our producer, Maya. Yeah, so I'm, I'm personally motivated by the story of my grandparents. They recently passed away a couple of years ago because of COVID. And so it was during that time, like, you know, when students were having to wear a mask and then take off their mask and all these decisions were being made for us and the teachers that I started to ask, you know, who makes these decisions for us? Is it some, you know, secret council? But then I realized that it was just a community. It was the community who elected our school board members. So my grandparents' story is that um, they understood the importance of education. My grandfather, he came to this country from Monterrey, Mexico, and because of the op- he came here because of the opportunities. And his father told him that before he would move, or before he moved to the United States, he would have to have a college degree in something. And so my grandpa, he loved to learn, and so this was easy for him, and he decided to get a degree in mathematics. And I, I bet you know that math is, is pretty hard. And so then he came to the United States and he decided to work as a handyman for apartments. And that was his chosen career. My grandma, she lost her mom when she was 12. And then she started a family at 15. So obtaining her degree was never easy either. And my grandma worked, you know, my grandma worked during the day and she took night classes um, over the weekends to obtain her bachelor's degree when she was older. And I'm very proud of the role education played in their lives. Um, those, those stories constantly repeat in my mind as I am passionate about making sure that there are opportunities for other students to have um, and to expand their knowledge. We need to have transferable skills in each course so that students feel you know, like they can choose another path and still have those skills you know, be transferable. Um, and I, I always like this. I just heard this the other day. But the, you know, the revelations from the Holy Prophet started with Allah saying, um, Ikra, read, and to seek knowledge. And I, I think that, you know, really defines education. Yeah, that's very nice. Um, kind of perfect leading right into my next question. So, you know, as you know, American Muslim Today, we're focused more on the narrative of the Muslim community. So if you could just tell me, you know, how your faith has helped guide you um, in this journey. Yeah, so I had my shahada last year at a college, and having that shahada at a at a place of learning meant so much to me. Um, you know, surrounded by brothers and sisters and just teachers, even it was really beautiful. Alhamdulillah. And one of the pillars of my faith is service to others. Um, in in Islam, serving people is better than serving God, and so to me, serving on the school board is how I serve others, and it's. Um, it's actually a way I practice my faith to to serve on a school board to serve my community. Um, during this holy month, 
you know, I'm reminded of the struggles that my community has, and that makes me more conscious of them. I can, you know, I can pick up a book and I can go to college just like, you know, I, I can eat at the end of the day, but some students, they don't have that option. And I'm aware of that. Right. Um, so <clears throat> why choose a school board position over a city council position? Right. Yeah. Well, like I was saying, education is important in my life and it's my focus. Um, I have experience from both sides of the classroom. I was a student last year and now I'm a substitute teacher. So I have both experience and I listen to my teachers, of course, while I was in their classrooms. Um, and I want to bring that to the school board. I've you know, paid attention to the, the district and the current needs of the district. And I know many of the students and staff in the district. So that choice was um, an easy one for me. Yeah, so specifically, what are the issues you're mostly concerned about and why? So I'm most concerned about representation on the dais for my community that's not there. When I was a student and during, during COVID, I didn't see anybody that looked like me on the school board. So that made it hard for me to reach out to the school board to let them know about my opinions, my ideas. Um, I think different perspectives are important. You know, we need a youth representation, but we also need older people to be in, in the mix too, so that they can give their perspective. One of the founding principles of this democracy in this amazing country is equal and fair representation. The, the Muslim community, Latino community, and young people, we're not represented on the school board. And we make up a large portion of our district. 70% of Plano ISD students are diverse. And yet we don't have anybody on our school board that look like us. Um, inshallah, I'll be elected to the board and bring that representation. We'll see. Right. And so can you talk more about the specific challenges that you have faced um, being a young person running for this position? Yeah. Um, of course, there's concerns about the budget. They People feel like I don't have budget experience or anything like that. However, I am thankful that Plano ISD has a CFO. And so they do the majority of the work for the budget. It's not solely just some random person on the school board. Um, and that isn't just to one person. Um, there is a lot of talk about, you know, just like the diversity that I'm bringing and there's backlash about that being a sole impact of, or a sole factor of my campaign and also about my youth. But I feel like the, the youth perspective is very important. And in a way it brings you closer to the, to the students to understand their needs. Um, so specifically, you know, if and when you are elected, what changes are you hoping to implement the most? Yeah, so um, I realize that teachers and students deserve better mental health care. My classmates, my teachers, you know, after COVID, they've just been suffering. Um, student scores for specifically diverse students need to be increased in third grade reading and math because that's the, the cutoff where, you know, the, that, that it makes the most impact to um, raise those scores by third grade. Um, I also know that the communities need to be connected within one another. And because of my diversity, I can bring these communities together. Um, and also our, our budget needs to be equally distributed across each group of students. Unfortunately, when I was a student and now that I'm a substitute teacher, I'm not, I'm not seeing that. And so I'd like to make sure that, you know, it's, 
there's fair distribution as well. Um, I have plans to work with my colleagues on the board because I would only be one vote. So I'd work with them to make sure that these issues are addressed. I think it's, you know, it's really difficult for students and staff to contact school board members, like, like I was saying, um, especially those that rarely see their school board member. Um, I've been told by staff and students that they're worried about what repercussions they might have if they have a different opinion or viewpoint as opposed to the school board member. Um, and I want to create that trust in the community again. I don't think that you know teachers should be afraid to speak their mind. Um, I also want to make it easier for students to speak to someone their age and teachers to talk to someone who has been in the same classrooms that they that they're teaching in. I think diverse young people um, believe that someone on a board could never look like us, you know, in, until they do. And that's a legacy that I want to leave for future generations that go beyond my time. So what would you say to young people like you who are motivated and uh, want to see a change and make a difference in their community? You know, how would you encourage them? Yeah. Um, I would say just to get involved, you know, don't be afraid to put yourself out there and sign up for any organization that you feel passionate about. And I, I think passion speaks a lot when you're running, you know, you were bored one day and decided to do it. But um, when you put in the passion, you put in the hard work, it really matters and people can see that. Our next guest, Arifin Shamsul, has served the City of Richardson as a council member since 2021 and is running again this year unopposed. Shamsul, who also served on the Richardson Zoning Board of Adjustment and the Building and Standards Commission for almost 10 years, tells us why he wants a second term. City Council, you know, it's about serving the people. So, so these are really, there are the typical city-related items that I voted to example that I voted to cut the tax rate twice, uh, which has helped the, uh, is the rise in the cost of living for residents. And also as a civil engineer, an important priority for me was to put more money into our infrastructure. You know that Richardson is the old city. So uh, there is a need to rebuild and uh, repair, rehab our uh, roadway, uh, sidewalk, water line, sewer line. So that's that was so important. And uh, also, you know, one interesting thing happened in 2021 is that, you know, that Richardson has been a welcoming place, uh, but that has accelerated after I got elected. So we have added cultural activities, events in downtown Richardson. Uh, and one of my proudest uh, moment on the council was uh, when we welcomed the Afghan refugees in 2021. Many of these families were arriving with next to nothing. So we were able to partner with the local organization to ensure they had clothing, food, and shelter. So these are the basic essentials, of course, but they were desperately needed. So I was really happy to see the community stepping up to welcome them to Richardson and ensure they saw the love of our city firsthand. So we are we are really changing. Yeah, and then so why is it so important for you to serve your Richardson community as a council member? Well, that's interesting, yes, of course. Uh, you know, I often tell people that 
the service is about people. And uh, I just mentioned a few minutes ago, and I truly believe that. Uh, so this job is about working to improve the lives of people uh, across the city, ensuring you know they are heard and recognized, and their quality of life is the best. Uh, we have a diverse population in Richardson and various income levels. So making it so important to show up and connect with people across the city. So when I do that, I'm constantly reminded of why this is such a fantastic opportunity to give back to the community. Right. And uh, so American Muslim Today, we are obviously, you know, we want to showcase the Muslim narrative across all of our stories. So can you tell me how exactly your faith um, guides you in this journey? Well, you know, you know that, you know, I'm a Muslim, of course, and uh, practicing Muslim. I served on, uh, you know, various Muslim organizations. Uh, recently, I served on INT as a president for the last uh, over five years. So, and in my faith, or in our faith, we believe that serving the community is a way of believing, uh, serving the community. Okay. We believe that serving the community is a way of being blessed by God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So serving is about listening to others, finding out what we can do to help them and seeking, our, seeking out positive outcomes for everyone. So uh, specifically, what issues are you um, concerned about and why within the Richardson community? Uh, well, we have a few issues. One is, of course, uh, you know, cities, old city. Uh, so uh, repairing the infrastructure is becoming a challenge. And uh, and my expertise really in in my life that which pays my bill uh, is uh, is you know, it's engineering consulting. So I have a, I have a consulting firm. Uh, I started uh, over 20 years ago. So I do, you know, uh, mainly uh, municipal infrastructure, the street, you know, sidewalk, water line, sewer line drainage, making sure that those get repaired on time and within, you know, within the most efficient way. Uh, so that's one of the reasons that I really, uh, you know, uh, you know, wanted to run for the city council, uh, and but besides that, uh, there is one thing I found after I got elected is that uh, Spring Valley projects that's uh, in the north, uh, that's in the southwest corner of Richardson. Uh, so, and that has been at a standstill for many years, and residents deserve promises from city leaders to be kept. So I want to find a ways to connect both sides of the city, uh, which is Dallas and also Richardson, uh, uh, through our businesses and community programs. So I want to make sure that, you know, at least we start that uh, redevelopment in that area. Um, so as someone who has been serving as a council member, how would you suggest um, your community gets involved in helping you make these changes? Okay, that's that's I think that's something really important. We we think about it, but sometimes we really don't look for the answer. That's a good good question. Uh, first important thing is like we need to go and vote. That's the first thing, and uh, because if you don't vote, what I realize that you don't get counted. Uh, you really don't exist on 
a polit you know political leaders uh, list so you have to go out and vote uh, and people who are listening i'm sure they go out and vote but the problem is with um, others uh, they are not in the room and uh, they are not active and they don't vote so voting is so important and the second thing is get involved uh, and volunteer everywhere not just within the community level beyond the community level and it might not be uh, your comfort zone but uh, or com their comfort zone but uh, they'll get used to uh, i think this is the best way to connect with each other you know it's not that we will uh, achieve everything you know uh, within two years or two years uh, it's a generation uh, so you know it's important that uh, everyone gets involved including the next generation and they need to be prepared so you know as you know that you know when i ran two years ago uh, that i served on the city zoning board over 10 years and the city's building commission over 10 years and i have done many other things i was very involved in recharson and so it was really very natural for me to get uh, you know involved for you know like to the next level serving the city as a council member when i saw that door open so it was uh, it's it's important that you know that uh, giving back to the community is important. Uh, we can't be safe ourselves. We don't if we don't make our neighbor safe. So and we cannot smile if we don't see our neighbor smile. So we all have to be uh, together for everything. So it's about people. And I could have lots of expertise, many other things, but the thing is, bottom line is about people. That's what I said, that serving people is strictly about serving people, nothing more than that. Uh, thank you. By the way, uh, this time I'm running unopposed. So I had two, two other, uh, you know, person ran, uh, ran, ran for this place six, but this time uh, I, I'm totally running unopposed. So, but still I, uh, I'm humbly asking and requesting your vote. Right, right. Uh, whoever is sitting in Richardson. So please go out and vote. Thank you. Well, thanks so much for joining us this week. From me and Maya, goodbye. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at American Muslim Today. Um, if you'd like to read more about this story and access more digital content, feel free to check out our website, AmericanMuslimToday.com. We'll see you next week on The Muslim Viewpoint. <laughs>